Um, okay. <laughs> this is the sound of a finger inside me. <laughs> okay. God. Yeah. They eat bananas For and hours. shit. For <laughs> hours. People fall asleep to that. Pass. Wow. On this spooky episode of Basement Boys, we're joined by Bree, where we talk about the films Unbreakable and Split, as well as the upcoming upcoming sequel, Glass. This, plus it's October, with Halloween on the horizon, Derek's got his costume, and we talk about the movies that scared us as children and candy corn. Is it worse than Reese's Macaroni Salad? This and more. This is the basement voice. <laughs> the monster part was in effect. I heard some noises, so I went to inspect. Vampire Man was doing the twist. Vampire Boxy Man. Boxy Head Boatneck mm-hmm. just Boxy couldn't head. resist. He jumped in with two Boxy. feet and started to dance. Bolthead is over so low, he nearly split his pads. The wrapped-up Egyptian was sure having fun, but the cloth wound around him was coming undone. It was the monster <laughs> party filled with monster-goers. Monsters! Is it Monsters! We checked with our lawyers. lawyers. Any likeness to creatures this is alive or awful. undead are simply not I was. I'm wondering... What's that? Charming. <laughs> yes. I'm wondering. Welcome, Bree. Hey, Bree. You gotta make sure you're talking to that. That's a microphone. Well, then put it here. There you go. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering if w- when they thought about doing this song, if they were like, I want to do our own version of Monster Mash, but I want it to cause cancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and out came this little gem. I hope I'm invited. Oh, my God. Do you think this is a project for school? Uh, I don't have any idea. I feel like, I don't know, this, I feel this, like this lady might not have had, like, intercourse yet. I don't know. She's just a struggling artist, guys. Yeah, there's that. She's, she's going to be struggling for a little while longer. This is an indicator of the rest of her art. Well, let's see how many views this has on. Oh, God. Not very many. More views well, than anything I've ever well, had. Well, that's true. That's true. But by YouTube standards, it's not a big number. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, first off, um, you said you've watched the first episode. Bree and I are on episode. I'm, I'm almost through the first episode. Almost through it. Of the, the we won't hill, give any spoilers. The house on... The, hit, the, the it does not roll the off haunted the haunted house hill or something. I don't know. Hill house is it just hill house? The hill house, ha- the the haunting of hill house. The, the haunting, haunting of, of hill, hill house. house. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The haunting of hill house from the house that's on the hill. Yeah. With Hillhauser. It really rolls off the tongue. Roadhouse. Ra- like Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> um, if for our listeners, um, we won't give any spoilers, that's, but I will tell your you. Promise. That's your promise. That's mine. Okay. We're not going to go into depth on it, though, because Ward hasn't seen all. But I'll tell you, the listeners, and you, the co-host. How far in are you? Episode So far. Four? We're so deep into it. Really deep. <laughs> We're balls deep on that balls show. <laughs> um, it's worth watching, though. Give it a watch. I would say it's it's one of the more compelling horror TV shows I've watched. 
It really it's, is. It's the the characters are likable and they're pretty tragic and it's a good show. There's honestly, some, there's some cliches and there's some there are uh, like few and far between some bad acting. Uh, as yeah, far as some the, bad acting. As far as the adults go. As far as children go. So the kids are good actors. Surprisingly um, good actors. Who were the two actresses that hooked up in the first episode? Um, an the Asian Nate, and they Kate were the, Siegel. I don't think she was an Asian. Who is, the, who is the other actress? Who's that? You said Kay Siegel? Who Kate is that? Siegel, I think. I don't know. I've seen her on other stuff. It's not Kate Siegel. I thought you said that was a mom. They're all Kate Siegel. I felt like it was <laughs> poorly acted. She, so here... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Here's one of the things we did notice about the show is that um, I don't know if maybe I'm I'm a racist to brunettes, <laughs> but I have I'm having a really hard time telling any of them apart. I think it's better now. It's getting easier now that we're getting to know them a little bit, but it's it like five brunette women. It really, really didn't help that they it, like if you don't like shows that time hop a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're going to have a hard time with this show because we had a hard time connecting the dots with who was who, especially right. since all the brunettes look a lot alike. Yeah, it like, will. Oh, like, they're obviously sisters in real life. No, I'm just kidding. They're not like. <laughs> they might as well be, though. Yeah. That's interesting. So, are the two sisters. There's um, three sisters there's, total. There's three sisters total. That makes total. it harder. Seven, and then their mom. There's seven total, and there's five kids. Hmm. Five kids. And and all the women look the same, including the mom. Yep, it's. Bad. And they're all really close in age, um, including the mom. Because mm. the mom is the same age as the girls now. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. kinda, yeah, she is. So it's just hard to, but it's good. It's a good show. Um, we could sit here all Elliot night. Elliot was good casting. Who is that? Elliot. From the, the young dad, Elliot from uh, E.T. That's oh, who that is. Shit. What's his name? Henry. Yeah, uh, I could not. I cannot put my finger on it. He was very creepy at first, to be honest. Elliot. I was like, I wasn't sure about this casting because I his eyes are freaking me out. Henry like, Thomas. Henry Thomas. Yeah. This is gonna he's, be what the one thing he's done since ET now. Uh, no, he's done other stuff. He was in uh, Suicide Kings with nope. uh, Christopher Walken. You've never watched that? No. Oh, it's not too bad. Well, um, I have Chris Walken and I'll give it a shot. Well, oh, now I got to pull up a trailer for it. Okay. You've probably um Jay Moore's in it. Oh, I like Jay Moore. He does a he does a Chris Walken uh impersonation. Okay, we got to watch the trailer. Uh Johnny Galecki's in it. Hmm. Do you think that this actor I think old Carlo is just going to sit there? It's Carlo Bartolucci. <laughs> It's a capo to capo, okay? You're our hostage, Charlie. My sister Elise has been kidnapped. Kidnappers demanded $2 million ransom. I got nothing to do with kidnapping. I've you seen this that. trailer. You've got contacts, the kind that know how to fix these things. I'm gonna kill you! What's going on in here? You scared us. I came here to play poker, guys. That's. Well, you told me you were going to be doing. That's why you wanted to use the house, right? That is not poker. Get out right now. Come on, let's go. Hey, and take your weird junkie friend with you. For five good friends, the answer to their problem is tied to a chair in the guest room. But these college buddies are about to get a lesson. Who knows we're here? In betrayal. Is 
this one you are not gonna believe. Get home with a Luna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to know who took him too. Where they I'm got Dennis Larry. All nine yards, and I need to know now. Graphite, huh? I'm going back to steel. This is Charlie. Word is they use an inside player on this one. Whoever's behind this kidnapping is using an inside player. One of us might be in on it. I will smoke him out. It seems like there might be an inside man. <laughs> they said it like three times. John Galecki plays a young Brett Kavanaugh. What are you going to shoot me? He looks good in this trailer. Who's that? I think there's two good videos. Yeah. He's a little bit more filled out. He got he kind of is more gaunt now. He's yeah. saggy. Like an old man. <laughs> He's born in, what, 71 or something like that. I'll give that a shot. He's younger than my mother. Sorry, Mom. (laughs) Well, actually, that's a a lovely segue, actually. There, Eduardo. Oh, yeah. Because I know two or three people who are terrified of the movie E.T., because they watched that movie as kids. And that is, by the way, a child's movie. Well, you missed a great episode last week because we were talking about like mm-hmm. scary movies. I don't, did you? I, watched I, knew, I saw movie. that you came in on yeah, some I of the episodes. Yeah, I watched some Well, but, I saw you guys talking about Gremlins. Yeah. Um, that movie dude, terrified me. I had so me. many nightmares. <laughs> I was four. My parents took <laughs> me to the theater to see it when I was four. Right. And then you know what they bought me afterwards? A gun. No. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, eventually. Uh, no, they. Uh, I had like a, a gremlin's tent, one of those little ones with the like the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they bought me a stripe. Like it was like one of those, like a yeah. Gumby stripe, but like the ones that move. Yeah. Like so poseable. Did they, did they see you screaming like night terrors and they were like, he liked this movie. We're going to buy him <laughs> That's merch. What, I, think, I think the idea was to buy me merchandise to be like. It wasn't so bad. See, they're cute and fuzzy. So I, I don't know. They bought you like fifty Furbies and placed them all in your room. So here's the thing: is that's interesting though, is because they they obviously marketed that movie for children, and it's not for children. Uh, not for it, children at four years old. I think it was like one of those movies that had like really subtle adult humor, but they're like, this is a kids movie. It's not that subtle. <laughs> I know, but like to kids it was. I could I honestly not place any adult jokes looking back on it, but I it looks true. like one of those movies that But I mean, there, the, adult there was one movie that didn't have adult content. I texted you about this, though, but I remember growing up, I watched RoboCop as a little kid, and I had a RoboCop lunchbox, <laughs> a bunch of RoboCop toys. I went as RoboCop one year for Halloween. Like, they had, like, costumes. You watch that movie? That is not a kid's movie. No. He gets shot to death in a m- most miserable way, right? He, uh, the guy who plays Eric Foreman's dad, Red Foreman, uh, when they're going over his rap sheet, like, he's a, he's a rapist. <laughs> he's a murderer and a cop killer. You know, mm-hmm. just give, and of course he cusses in the whole movie. Just give me my one fucking phone call. And he spits on the paper, blood. You know, <laughs> like that's not a kids' movie at all, but it was totally marketed towards kids. Oh yeah, that's a really interesting concept. The eighties were really messed up <laughs> for movies. So, what got me thinking about that though 
I texted you about this earlier. And E.T. was the perfect segue for it. What movie... What movie did you watch as a kid that maybe... So, you, you, you saw Gremlins, but maybe you shouldn't have seen it. Was there a movie that you saw as a kid that was not actually a horror movie that did... Like, gave you nightmares? See, I had... Uh, I was just thinking and thinking about it. And I, there's one movie that I remember that really kind of spooked me but i don't know the name of it and it was one of those like usa movies when usa showed like weird movies mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. like during the up all night era but even even kind of before that but like it was just like one of those weird movies kind of pulled out of obscurity and i remember the premise being like bugs eating people like, animals and people but little bugs like not big bugs I think I kind of, but I vaguely I, remember I, I a movie like this that, and I could not locate it anywhere. Hmm. And then there was another one with worms. But that wasn't supposed to be scary. No, well, oh, good call. So one that wasn't supposed to be scary yeah. that scared me. Okay, yeah, the bugs. Yeah, okay. Okay, but to but while you're thinking about your answer to that, yeah. though, can I also add that um, if it was on Sci-Fi, it was probably called Bugs. Or worms. <laughs> I remember for a long time. I think we talked about this in the old basement boys. Well, how it would always be like, with disease. Yeah, it would always be like it'd be like up next on the Sci-Fi Network, Worms Six. <laughs> You're like Jesus. I haven't even seen words one through five of the of the Worms uh, series, and you'd like watch it, and you're like. This is really bad, and they'd always have like some B actor in it. You know, they'd have like starring. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> starring the guy who played Boner on um, Growing Pains. Before he committed suicide. Before he committed suicide. <laughs> the guy who played Boner. <laughs> starring. They couldn't even get Kurt Cameron. Yeah. Not even Sheen Martin. Yeah. He'll do anything. Yeah. Sheen Martin? Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. Yeah, he would do anything, but he wouldn't do that movie. Scorpions six. You know like, how long on. it was before I discovered that uh, Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez were brothers. Oh wow! Yeah, did you, well you knew that right? Mm-hmm. I don't even. I can't even imagine the other person's face. I don't know. Who Emilio that is. Estevez, Mighty yeah. Ducks, Mighty Ducks. Look yeah, she's young. I saw that movie when I was young. <laughs> uh, um, so the, the reason why I knew that is because my mom is a huge Amelia Estevez and Charlie Sheen fan, and we watched Men at Work, and my mom was like, those are brothers. I watched that trailer the other day. Um, I'm sure the movie didn't, doesn't hold up. It didn't but it's, make me want to watch the movie. I'm sure it doesn't hold up, but that was a good movie, I remember. Go Ducks. Yeah. Quack, quack. 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 <laughs> I love the Mighty Ducks movies. Actually, let me rephrase that. I love the first Mighty Duck movie. The second one's probably fine. I don't remember it, it very was much. An animated series. The there. third that one was a was, great. Series. The third one was absolutely. I'm pretty rubbish, sure the third but, one was like two a Walmart bargain min near you. <laughs> but no, they were all okay to their you know. Well, they're for kids in their own right. I mean, they don't. I don't think the the second two hold up as well as the first one does. So. Um, I do have a, I have a show that I used to watch as a kid. So I have two, I have two things. So first off, this show was meant to be scary, but it was for kids, but I still think they underestimated the level of spookiness of the show. Uh Now, when I grew up, the Goosebumps books were really big. 
Oh, uh, yeah. That's the 1990s. And um, didn't they kind of film Goosebumps shows? The Goosebumps almost shows. Almost like they filmed like reenactments from Unsolved yeah, Mysteries. Yeah, they're bad. The Goosebumps shows were never scary. They're stupid. Like the. They were scary to people under ten. You know, and those. What's funny is those those books are stupid too. Actually, no, it's always there. like a haunting on Haunt Street. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's always like it's always like um, a scary on Scareville. Those were books that I bought as a child because the cover was cool, and then I just put it on my shelf. And then not read it. Never read it. No. The but show that actually scared me though, and I don't know if you ever got to see it. Hmm. Probably. Maybe. If it was scary, I made a I made time for it. There was a show that growing up my sister and I would watch together. And this is I would honestly attribute this show to my like beginnings of wanting to watch scary stuff. And that was Are You Afraid of the Dark on Nickelodeon. Yes. I never watched that one. You never watched so it? Good. No. So good. I knew you were gonna that say that show. Too. I fucking knew it. That show used to scare <laughs> the tar out of me as a it kid. Was, it was terrifying. Do you remember? Okay, so there was there was another show that was very very similar to that at the time, and I get them kind of confused because again they had two white brunette girls as <laughs> as the stars of the show. Brunettes are really taking a beating on this episode. And uh, it was a show about this girl who just like and I recently went on YouTube and watched some episodes of this show, and it was. This girl whose, like, mom was a musician. Do you remember this? And, like, they'd go on tour with their mom because their mom was, like, a hack of a musician. And, (laughs) like, apparently they had their own tour bus that they lived on. But, like, spooky shit would happen here and there. So there was, like, an episode where they went into this town where music didn't exist. And, like, the idea of music brought back this demon thing that was, like, going to destroy everybody. And there was another episode... There was another episode with aliens, and she, like, had this own, like, her brick of a laptop. Like, she had her own website, and she's like, I'm a hacker, but it's, like, 90s hacking, so it's, like, <laughs> it's really, like... It's really like, not bad. good. No, it's not good. And then there's this other episode. I'm into the mainframe. Yeah. <laughs> and she's, like, 12. Uh, there's this episode that really scarred me, though, because um, it was her... She was, like, learning the guitar with her mom. And the main girl, and I don't remember what her name was. And so she's playing the guitar, recording in this studio. And this other girl who was there to record with her mom, um, like, stole all of her abilities somehow. Like, she was supernatural, and I don't know. It was it was really weird. Like, she stole talent. Literally, like, could suck it out oh of Oh, my people. God. And so, like, it's like she, my ex-wife. She like stole, like, <laughs> <laughs> she like stole stole these people's talents, and like had to be convinced <laughs> to give it back. Like, hey, this is our livelihood, so maybe give us our guitar skills back, bro. Like, <laughs> oh wow. So that was the episode. Okay. I don't know what it, why it scarred me so much, but just the idea of like somebody being able to like suck <clears throat> your personality out. I guess. Yeah, I could see that. Well, so the thing I just wrote down here, I want to say for uh, toward the end of the conversation, because this is the the one thing that did scare me the most is kind of an embarrassing thing. So I want to save it. Um, but along the lines of like shows like that, so Are You Afraid of the Dark, 
Goosebumps, like the I liked those books as a kid, but like whenever you watch the show, like there's the one it's like the girl who wears the mask and then the mask won't come off of her. And then the show That's the Twilight Zone, isn't it? No. The Twilight Zone did a thing exactly like that. Well, I probably did, but this but Goosebumps did it first. Hey, <laughs> uh, so but what? she couldn't I know, that's the joke. <laughs> Twilight I watched the Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone didn't really scare me though. I don't know. There so, was some scary bits. Dude, you guys are just old men at heart, aren't you? No. You guys got to go back to like your five-year-old self. Well, I'm just trying to think of like, so did, did you ever watch Tales from the Crypt? Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Not a lot. I didn't have HBO. Like okay. my friends had HBO, so I'd only catch it when I'd go to my friend's house. Is that the one house. with the creepy dead? With the that, Crypt Keeper? Yeah. Okay. Hello, kitties! I never got to see that. And that's that's one a good of my show, actually. Deepest regrets in life that my parents never let me watch that. This might have been before your time, but there was a Saturday morning show. And this is definitely before your time, Bree. But Derek, I'm now I'm, t- I'm talking to Derek now. Okay, um, I'll just leave. <laughs> <laughs> there was a show where these kids got like real alive kids got sucked into a cartoon, mm-hmm. and they were in a band. Whoa. I can't remember the name of it now. Which, I've I've found channel? it since. It was like ABC. It was a Saturday morning cartoon. Did it scare you? It was well. It wasn't so scary. Like I enjoyed watching it, but it was just like a kind of a creepy vibe to it. Would you describe yourself? I guess. So I guess that's the thing. There's two types of people in the world. Like I know you will watch horror movies. Like you will. I will. I just I'm not a but big you're not a, like, horror. horror movie fan though, right? Like you right. don't go. Like I, I, I'll watch like Supernatural as a show. <laughs> okay. What was that look like for? No, that's no. Was you right. judging me? I was judging. Were you? <laughs> that's okay. A lot of people really like that show. It's I, not my bag. Not, me neither. I was, I was late on that cha- train to Supernatural think, Town. You know, it's not as I don't think that's it's, relatable though. That that's a relatable thing. Um. Supernatural along the same lines. Remember how much everybody watched Smallville? I I wanted to like Smallville, but I was I started what like it, it had been on for like four seasons, mm-hmm. and I started watching it. And that's one of those shows that ages really bad. The soundtrack, everything is like stuck in that whatever year that's made yeah. in. I tried in watching it two thousand one. Yeah, and 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 I tried watching it in like two thousand five. Pre or post 9-11. It's an important thing. <laughs> I think it started in that fall. And so... Yeah. They were like, we're going to premiere this on September 11th. Well, it was on the... It was the WB still. Before oh, wow. even it was this Because it wasn't... It was right before the marriage. Yeah, it was the, the WB. And WB. Because it was... Yeah, wow. Just a real throwback time to like 9-11. Uh, we just watched uh, some YouTube video about the Mario movie, Mario and Luigi movie, and holy shit, dude, there's a scene with the Twin Towers all fucking destroyed. Yeah, all destroyed up. And it's in the Mario movie. In the the Mario film. And it's like a, it's a live action Mario Luigi film. The one with John Lewis. Oh, yeah. And uh, Bob Hoskins. There's a, there's a Twin Tower scene and the buildings are all crumbled yeah. Because it's like, oh, it's like after the bad guy takes over. And we're just like, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> that movie, no wonder they don't show that on TV. <laughs> okay, so I'm ready to give you one of my embarrassing ones that scared the crap out of me. 
You might have seen this movie. I'm not going to give you my last one. Okay. But this is the one that... This movie is... It's kind of embarrassing that it scared the shit out of me. Now, I didn't realize that later on it would be scary to me for much different reasons. One of the movies that scared the crap out of me, and I had a really hard time watching it. And my grandparents had it on at their house a lot for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, because I loved this musical artist who starred in this movie. It's a little film called Moonwalker. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. I believe that's what it's called. Look it up. Look it up. Michael Jackson Moonwalker, I believe. Literally never heard of this movie. Oh, it's a full length film. And by full length I think it might be I think it might it might be an hour. It's like a home video by Michael Jackson. Just like like he uploaded. There's gotta be a preview, I'm sure. Oh oh yeah. Full movie part one of ten. Um there's the trailer though. So okay, so so hold on before you play it. There's a scene in the movie where these the kids are getting chased and like these spiders come out and the spiders were creepy. And then there is a scene in the movie, and I don't know if they'll show the trailer, where Michael Jackson turns into like a transformer. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how much cocaine they were doing when they made this movie, but I can only imagine a lot. 1988. Was that the The More You Know star? <gasps> you dismissed him, started turning him into a transformer. He comes from a place beyond the stars. To take them to a world beyond their dreams. Oh, Jesus. From his soul comes the music. From his heart comes the beat. Oh yeah! No, Joe Pesci. That was Joe Pesci. Yeah, look, look. Comes a movie. Did you see the Transformer? Oh no, the soundtrack's fantastic. And uh, you've seen a lot of those music videos, Fry Ward. Oh yeah, they're from this movie. Nothing could prepare you for his movie. Moonwalker. It's written in the stars. (laughs) Okay, so this actually looks like a good movie, and I'm wondering why it's not... Like, I've never seen a trailer for this ever. It is a good movie. So here's the thing. So there's a few scenes in the movie, though. Like, I loved the movie as a kid, but there's a few scenes that scared the shit out of me, though. The Michael, the, the Michael Jackson company. Clay, that's what it is. That's my, that's my thing that gets me is either claymation or stop motion animation. Okay. That bothers me. So what about like that scene from um Big uh Pee-wee's Big Adventure where where I've seen that. What? The first one? Yeah. I don't think I've seen it. You know I'm just the, the scene whole, I'm talking about. Tell them tell him Large Marge sent you. No, I never watched that. Oh for God's sake. Look up Large Marge. Oh Jesus. 
Claymation, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I agree with you. It's there's something weird. Well, about and it, it feels there like it, is. it feels too real. Like if does it if feel you wanna, real? It feels forced. But 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 creepy forced though. Yeah. Like it's all like if you did a. <gasps> I remember this scene. If you did a child's play remake without a Chucky that moves around the way that Chucky moves in the those movies, I don't think it would be as good. Like, do you think the stop motions would be scarier? I think so. There's yeah. even just a little bit of stop motion in Army of Darkness that freaked me out. <gasps> we just we just watched that. The stop motion is what makes it yeah. freaky. Feel oh, that's a good movie though. It, like I know it's less realistic than a lot of CGI Looking can back make things on look. It, yeah. It's not really scary at all. But like as a kid, I don't know why it scarred. Yeah, it scarred you. It, you know, and especially in Army of Darkness, it worked right because they're skele- they're skeletons. You know, yeah. so it's just kind of. That, yeah, that staggered movement. You have you have not seen this scene. I don't know. I ha- I remember I, it now. <laughs> Only I might have just seen. I'd never seen the movie all the way through, but I do remember seeing this clip specifically on a YouTube. Second ad with some Brett Favre lookalike. <laughs> That's scary. On select kitchen packages. I got Brett Favre and salt and pepper here. Why would they do this to children? I don't know. This is a kids' movie too. Why would they pick somebody who looks inherently like a pedophile to be a main character? <laughs> well, he's supposed to—he's not supposed to be a pedophile. He's supposed I know, to be a but kid. he looks like one that would. And then, like, kids get confused. You know, they're like, "Oh, he's Pee-wee a Pee-wee nice was guy. supposed to be a kid, not a not a. Yeah, he's ignorant an adult. Well, kind of both. <laughs> I still love Pee-wee. Ten years ago. Along the same stretch of road, in a dense fog, just like God, this. I need a new mixer. I saw it's the, the like it sounds great. I ever seen. Wait, when um, you listen to it, yeah, when you listen to it in the, the actual the actual recording, yeah. but like the static is driving me batty. Dropped off the Empire State Building, and it does it every every yeah. show. I thought when I've listened back to it, I don't, I don't ever hear it. Yeah, we it, it doesn't come through in the recording. Like the recording's clean. It looked like this. Oh, you missed it. Go back. You gotta go back a little bit. It was just basically eyeballs that looked like this. It looked like this. That scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Yeah, you could, you could see how uh, that would be scary. Oh, for sure. Christopher Lloyd in uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, man. Right up here. That's a scary part. I mean, if we're going to yeah. talk about uh, stop motion and claymation, I want to just take like a moment to, even though I know that it's... Uh, you're talking, you're going to go to Wallace and Gromit? Gomet, cheese, Gomet. No, they're my spirit animals. They're basically me and Derek's relationship yeah. in a nutshell. I know. I, know. I come home and I'm like, cheese, Gomet, cheese. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like trying to get him out of trouble. <laughs> I don't like, like gravy. Wrong like movie, a- but same makers. <laughs> we have a weird. Do you like that movie? Do you like Chicken Run? I haven't seen it. Oh, for God's Dude, sake. Dude, don't watch it. It's a Holocaust for chickens. It really actually is a Holocaust movie. Oh, God. Yeah. No, seriously. It's like I didn't realize that as a kid until Derek <laughs> mentioned it. He's like, you oh, know yeah. that movie's about the Holocaust, right? And I was it's like, pretty much. It's like Whoa. Animal Farm. Whoa. It you is. watched? Uh, did you ever watch uh, Watership Down? 
Oh, ye- Jesus, yes. And I watched that obsessively, almost because I want to get loved, sad. It's a good movie. I loved that movie when I was a kid. Did you ever hear Watership Down? Nope. It's a, Well, it's based on it's a book dark. that's equally dark. But it's... Dark um, as Animal Farm? Or... Oh, man. I, I wonder if we can get a good trailer. It's... Oh, good God, man. It's... They're remaking they it. They are remaking it. Um, so the thing is, the movie, it's a cartoon oh, movie. Oh, no, I know this. Okay. You do know this? I do know this, this, and this movie is fucked. Well, okay, so do you remember, <laughs> do you remember for a while there, there was a whole string of movies, though, right? We could write a list of movies that were made for Secret kids. Secret of Nim. Secret of Nim. That movie, by the way, I rewatched also Secret a of Nim. Movie. A great movie. I watched that movie later on as an adult. Um... Not realizing that, you know, like, NIM was, like, the initials for, uh, uh, like, the health, like, like, were they, they testing, like, animal yeah. testing like and the shit. the magic that you thought was happening was actually science. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up. I had no idea. Yeah, me neither. But, okay, so, okay, so what was it? Secret of NIM, right? I would say Watership Down is definitely one that's, like, people had... This is a movie... <laughs> I've never seen this movie, but I've seen so many clips of this movie that I might as well have seen it. Oh, it's, There's it's another one so just like this, but with good. cats, and Sarah showed me. My What's it Sarah. called? What's it called? The one with, like, the mom who has the... Or, like, not the mom, but the cat. Like, there's a scene with the cat getting raped, and there's another scene with the same dude who... Like, the same cat that raped the other cat... Killing that mom and like strewing its fetuses everywhere. It's Jesus. a cartoon. It is a cartoon just like this. There's a cat cartoon that I saw when I was a kid. So kind of a seventies like looking a, one. Yeah, but it has like a bobtail, and I can never find it. I've hmm. looked and looked for it, is but there I can't. Anything else? What color was it? I think orange. What else was? What else happened in that movie? I don't remember anything else. Just the it's, cat. It's been removed. Like, all like. I don't know. He was like an orphaned cat or something. Didn't have a home. Huh. But I, mean, I don't. You can I write. was so young. It was like either it must have been. We had HBO when I was a kid. HBO like, will fuck really you young. Up. And it was like, but it was a cartoon. It was animated, and I think it was made for kids. But it had like a little bit of a darker feel to it, and I can't remember the name of it. I've hunted and hunted for that, and I I always end up stumbling on the wrong stuff. It's weird. She, it's an orphaned cat. Yeah. Because there is like a movie with like a street dog. It's from the 90s. Though. Oh, this was so, early 80s. Yeah, because there's a... One, like I was like three, four when it was... I don't remember what it's called, but it's like an offhand Disney movie with like a, a, a dog that befriends an orphaned orange cat and they're like... Oh, Oliver dog. and... Co- that's Oliver and Company. Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> That's not dark, though, really. And uh, that's got... Uh, not as dark as All Dogs Go to Heaven. No, that is a dark movie. That is a very dark on. movie. So is Five Goes... Oh, the American Tale? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. And Five Goes West is pretty dark. What's Here's the one with the, the mice <coughs> that, like, befriend abused children? 
the mice, the adventure mice. Oh, uh, adventures! The adventures! The adventures! The adventures and the adventures the, down under. Uh, they like befriend. They like purposely seek no, out the rescuers. 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 Yeah, they, that's right. They they rescue the rescuers out. down under. I don't like. I love that. Yeah, movie. but you have to admit it's kind of creepy that they seek out. Oh, sure, they, they do. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we're gonna have an adventure to make you feel better about your childhood. That you're gonna have PTSD for the rest of your life. Like, <laughs> fun, <laughs> fun fact. Uh, fun. Well, not fun fact. I guess fun. Rhetoric, um, Rescuers Down Under and Rescuers are one of the first two animated movies that started using actual big name people to be voices of... Yeah, Bob, of, Bob of, Newhart and Zsa Zsa Gabor. Yeah, and prior to that and even a little bit after that, there are people out there who are professional voice actors and that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And now when you watch movies like Moana, I mean, it's The Rock. You know what I mean? Like it's they have or the even rock. And we were it. just talking about Spirited Away and how it's really cool. Oh, yeah. Christian Bale did the voice for Cap- no, Howl's Moving Castle. Howl's, sorry. Yeah, no, but still, yeah. I'm not drunk. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but you know how they 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 have like actors. It's kind of weird because like actors have kind of put out um voice actors a little bit. Right. You know, like voice well, actors in that in that genre. That's but I mean. It's always like a tree, But though. it's not so much, though, now because so much content is generated – so much more content is generated now than before. I guess that's, that's true. true. Like you've got – But you've got big name people like – Frank Welker is no, uh, big – No, Who's the – I'm really bad with names. Derek's the name guy. Um, and I'm really ashamed of this. But who's the guy who played Luke? Mark Hamill. Yeah, he does so much voice acting, and he's a huge foot for that entire. Yeah, that's business. true. He does the Joker and several others. Yeah. Lots of stuff. Well, so, so I guess that's kind of a funny thing. Like, so you just mentioned Frank Welker, who's huge among like the voice actor community. Yeah, he's like a Goliath amongst. Yeah, like Frank Scooby-Doo. Welker. Uh, and, and Fred and Megatron and Megatron. Oh. He's done. Uh, then what's the guy that does Winnie the Pooh now, and he does um, Darkwing Duck? Mm-hmm. God, I can't remember his name. He just did the, he did Tigger and Winnie the Pooh in that new uh, Christopher the new Robin one? one. Okay, I can't think of his name. Jim um, something. But then of course you have. Uh, then but then there is somebody like uh, Mark um, Hamill. Mark Hamill who did one really big movie back in the day, and then. I mean, for a long time, it's kind of, it's the internet age is what's made us learn the names of our favorite voice actors, though, uh-huh. right? Oh, yeah. Because Podcasts. I'll just throw that out there. Jim Podcasts. Cummings. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And, oh, you know, and then Peter, uh, I'm not, uh, Peter, Peter Cullen, the voice of Optimus Prime, that's also the voice of the original Eeyore. Oh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, but the internet, <clears throat> the internet helped with this, though, and podcasts, because, uh, I remember a long time people would be like, you like, because obviously Harrison Ford's the most successful actor from Star Wars. And then people would be like, yeah, what has Mark Hamill done? And we didn't know. We couldn't go sit at a computer and go look. Right. But but, but, but the the answer was kept working. Oh, yeah. He's been doing (laughs) just fine for himself. Because the entire time people were making the joke saying, like, what's Mark Mark Hamill done since Star Wars? Uh, The entire. did she do much after? She was in a few movies. Maybe some voice acting. I don't know. Who? Carrie Fisher? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's she was done in a movies. lot of stuff. She did. She was in When Harry Met Sally. Oh, yeah. She was in that. Um, 
She kind of took a backseat, though. Just a little bit. Yeah, she she, really... she played more of a secondary character in the stuff that she followed she up with. She didn't really need to, though, because she has a famous last name. She's, uh, She's the daughter of another actor, yeah, so she doesn't really have to work if she doesn't want to. Yeah. Did you watch their documentary on uh, HBO? No. Is you it should. sad? It's good. Is it sad? Uh, no. Well, it's sad in hindsight, but I mean, but it's yeah. good. But I yeah, watch I just Mr. think it's Rogers, funny. Uh, documentary. You need Which to. One? But I don't want to cry. Which one? Oh, no, I don't Rogers. think it'll make you cry, oh, but it, it was good. I need to watch it before they come out with that Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, I same. See that. Same. I want to see it as well. Sorry. Off the rails. I also, I also want to see. I also want real quick on the HBO thing. I still really want to watch that Andre the Giant one. I started that one. I haven't finished it yet. I found that that video. So you know that guy right there? Yeah, oh yeah. He was in the Brady Bunch. He uh-huh. was the little kid Oliver in the Brady Bunch. Uh huh. The, the one that ruined the show. Well, not no. ruined the show, right? But the, arguably, he was he more was of a, the he was he actually was more of a jump shark. He what? was more of a symptom of the show <laughs> than he was a cause of the fail yeah. of the show. Like, this is the opening credit theme song for a Saturday morning cartoon. (laughs) If that doesn't get pounded in your skull when you're four and five years old, I don't know what will. Um, I want to watch it already. So... I'm taking you to the flip side. <laughs> what happened? Ay, ay, ay. We look like cartoons. You'll be my musical slave Soundtrack. forever. That's a cool show. I'd definitely watch that show. Well, so that kind of... I like the animation. The animation style got me going. I'm ready. I'm ready yeah, to it's kind of, it feels a little bit snorks, a little bit... Um, snorks! Miss Frizzle. That reminds me of Miss Frizzle's animation. So it just brings me back. Magic school bus. Magic school bus. Uh, we were out here uh, doing a hang and ten with my kids today. And mm-hmm. because Cameron's doing Knowledge Bowl mm-hmm. this year... I started quizzing them, and mm-hmm. then he, they wanted to do, a, and then Zoe came out and joined, and they wanted to do a uh, quiz on like TV shows. Mm-hmm. Zoe like dominated. She was guessing like Miss Frizzle, and she had all like she had all sorts of guesses like wow. that I didn't know she knew, like answers that I didn't know she knew. It's amazing what they retain. Yeah, because I I wouldn't because Cameron didn't know, and he's probably seen all the stuff too. That's awesome. Yeah, That's really oh, yeah. impressive. Yeah. 
Bringing, well, it, bringing it back to spooky, though. Can, have your kids any, ever done anything that really, like, freaked you out? Haven't Like, because we talk about when we have kids and how we're... I'm, like, super excited for all the spooky drawings and, like, them looking up into the corner of a room and seeing something that I'm not seeing. And I'm like, mm, there's a ghost. Like... <laughs> Because, <laughs> like, my dog does it, and I'm like, you see something over there? Like, what is it? <laughs> no, though, like, I think the most scary thing, and it hasn't happened recently, but my, like, they would come, and they would just stand at the side of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and look at you while you're asleep. And while you're sleeping. <laughs> and you feel their presence before you open your eyes, and yet you still can't help but just be... Terrified <laughs> out of your skin, even when you open your eyes and you feel them there. Like I don't know what it is. Like you just like then I open my eyes and they're just standing there. And like and one of the last times Cameron did, I was like, I just I was like, oh! and, and I go, what do you what do you want? And he just lit off, bawling. He's very emotional. He's like very. He get, he has a quick trigger. But, I would have been like, like, "Are you real?" Yeah, I mean, <laughs> am I uh, having sleep paralysis here? <coughs> that is the worst sleep paralysis. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? Well, I okay. I don't know if I've had technical sleep paralysis, but the the moment when you feel like you can't move mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you're sleeping, I don't know if it's. I can't. I don't know if it's in my head. They go over it in that show, but yeah. Do what show? In the Haunting of Hill House. So, mm-hmm. Let's talk about it a little bit. Yeah, one yeah. of the daughters has it, sleep paralysis. But you should definitely describe what you're going through, because I could tell you yes or no, because I am weirdly obsessed with sleep disorders. And I went to school with a girl who had hypnagogic hallucinations. Like, I just, I can't, I don't, I feel like I can't move, and it's almost like I had to force myself, but it takes... yeah. That's just me getting out of bed every morning. Like, no, a like, lot of times it's like, do you see something or do you feel something? Like, because a, a, a lot of times with sleep paralysis, you are having those. I'm it's almost I'm saying like it, it right, hypnoglobic hallucinations, where you are still in that dream state a little bit, and that's why people see things when they're in sleep paralysis because they're still waking up. Yeah, I'd have a hard time describing it. But I think that's probably close. I, I don't know if I could say it was actual sleep paralysis, yeah, I, though. You know, it's like but you it just is, gotta go to a sleep study, I guess. Or uh, I mean, if it's if it's keeping you up. No, it's not something that happens often. Oh, well, that's it's good. one of those infrequent things. But then, I, but I just feel like immobilized. Do you feel exhausted when you wake up? <clears throat> that? <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, he's not here to defend himself, but um, Nathan and Amy. Mm-hmm. I, I lived with them yeah, for several years. Did he have night terrors? He does not. Oh. But apparently Amy has had them. Oh? Um, Nicole talks in her sleep. And she has had a lot of them, I guess. She wakes... Uh, there are times where I guess where Amy has woken up screaming. We talked about these in the Times of Proly shows. And um, <laughs> Nathan said that um, you know, cause I'm like, well, what do you do? You know, like, you know, do you like try to comfort her or whatever? He's like, no, he's like, no, when she wakes up screaming, I wake up screaming. <laughs> you know, I, like she, she wakes up and like screaming and he's like, he's like, I wake up and I'm like, Jesus Christ. 
Oh man, I just, I just picture I mean, that scene. I oh yeah. Up, like that's a new sympathy. Like. Oh man, she had night terrors, and he, I guess he would just wake up and just, just like, what the hell? I can't tell you how grateful I am that you are a heavy sleeper. I'm a very heavy sleeper. You don't wake up for anything. Like I had that nightmare the other night, and it was the most vivid nightmare that I've had in a long time. And I thought for sure that I had been awake all night. Mm-hmm. I woke up exhausted. My eyes were puffy. I thought I'd been crying because in my dream I was crying. And and I asked you. When I woke up, I texted you before That's I right, left. Yeah. I was like, hey, was I talking in my sleep at all? Because I was so sure that I was awake all night. And I was balls deep into my bed. Yeah, you were. You didn't answer <laughs> me like, for another hour, but... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's just laying I there awake this, like, <laughs> with, with a blanket over her mouth no, like this. Like, I had like a waking nightmare like, after I watched um, a little bit of that show, but it's weird because I never really... The dream wasn't really anything about the show. It was just like this ghost that was in our room, this like death like figure in our room that was just every time in my dream you were trying to wake me up. Mm-hmm. You kept like touching my shoulder and going like this and like wake up, wake up and I'd be like, No, I don't wanna fucking wake up because the ghost is in the room. Like quit trying to wake me up. Like and I'd just turn over because every time I try to move away from you, try to wake me up, the ghost would be right next to us. Like getting closer and closer. Jesus. And I, I seriously, that I was so tired all day after that. I couldn't. Yeah. So, do you believe in ghosts? Um, I have had several oh. ghost experiences. Have you? And I don't like. I'm like a, my own worst enemy because I feel like I'm really skeptical about my own experiences. But I have been fired from a job because of a ghost experience. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. I don't want to name names of the business, but I did scream in my boss's face because uh. <laughs> I was so scared. But it was like a weird situation. Like I worked downtown at a an old ass building, and there was a freaking. Go- it was haunted. I did not know that before I got hired there, and I was I was already stressed out to begin with. So part of me is like, I realize that when you're stressed, you can have. You know what this needs. Own- <laughs> I realize that when you're stressed, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Who wants? Oh, it's gone. Who wants to play? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Who wants to play tummy snakes? <laughs> Welcome to our Halloween episode. Who wants to play Tommy Snakes? <laughs> oh God, Dad! <laughs> Dude, you'd be really screwed up if I would have said Dad, and he would have been like, "Yes." <laughs> I would have been like, "Mm mm." Spoiler alert: Your dad's dead. <laughs> He's been. <laughs> I haven't seen him around yes, his parts for 30 years. Spooky. That's cool. That's fun. You can sit out here for hours and just play around with that and, stuff. And have. It ends every episode of Hanging 10 because I, I can't not do it with Cameron. <laughs> He's like, okay, now it's time for effects. All right. <laughs> I still I like the double voice the most. That was probably my favorite thing. 
It's gonna be make a fart noise and see it echo. <laughs> Oh, here. Um, Dad? Make your best fart noise into the mic with this echo. (laughs) (laughs) Try again. (laughs) (laughs) And we're (laughs) ten-year-olds. Snakes. Oh my god. Hey, baby. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the love hour. <laughs> you sound like a rapist. A rapist? <laughs> a rapist. Jesus. <laughs> that weird feedback. I love it. It's pretty creepy. That's fun. Yeah. That was a fun time. <laughs> um. Uh, before before we, we move, I saw you pull it up. Uh, so before you do, I, I, I'll, I'll reveal the thing that used to scare me the most as a kid. Um, and it's a thing that's mo- it's supposed to be scary, but kind of not. So when I was a kid, I don't remember what network did it, and they might still do they might still do it, but it was like Thirty Nights of Fright. And they mm. would advertise that. It was some network. It might have been TBS or something. You know, one of the big ones. The Superstation, yeah. maybe. Maybe USA. I don't know. Could have been. Um, and they would do uh, 30 Nights of Fright. Hey, give me the scary voice one more time. You're so needy. 30 Nights of Fright on the USA network. It would scare the shit out of me. 30 Nights of Fright. Night one, Chucky. Night two, I mean, it, it was super scary. Do you, do you know what I was saying? Yes, I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> this is my henchman. That was Butters. I was just trying to do that bit. As far as I can see, Eddie, we do whatever we please. See, I could be a voice actor. <laughs> You could. Um, so, I don't remember what network it did, but it would be the 30 Nights of Fright, basically. And um, my sister and I would go stay the night at our grandparents' house. And we we didn't have cable. Like, my mom would have cable off and on um, because she was a single mom and cable's expensive. Yeah. So, um, we would have cable off and on. But my grandparents always had, like, satellite or cable or something. They had a ton of channels. And so we'd go over to their house and then watch, like, like sneak out in the living room after everybody went to bed and, like, watch, like, scary movies. Or my grandparents would go bowling. We'd watch, we'd sneak out in the living room and watch scary movies. Now, keeping in mind, we're purposely going out into the living room to watch The 30 Nights of Fright, which would be, like, Chucky and stuff, right? Scary movies. Yeah. The movies themselves would scare us a little bit. Keeping in mind, we had every light on in the house. <laughs> right. Every light on the house, and we'd have, like, the dog sitting next to us. You weren't like, setting yourself up for failure. Oh, God, yeah. But those wouldn't be what scared me. What would scare us would be the commercials for 30 Nights of Fright. <laughs> because it'd be, like, 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 all month on the USA Network, 30 Nights of Fright. <laughs> and it'd be like, the scariest sound in the world, you know, right? And it would be like, then they would show just like, 
clips of Chucky, like, stabbing a woman with a knife. Like, this is scariest shit you've seen. <laughs> like, it would be the scariest, like, one little segment of every single commercial they were going to show for that month of October. And every single time the commercial would come on, my sister would be like, <laughs> and then by the end of it, we're just like, with the dogs, like, the, both so, dogs, every so, line on in the house. It just, was a commercial. Just to clarify, what are the things that scare you the most? Because I, I was thinking about it this week because I was listening to some scary, spooky spod- podcasts. And uh, I was thinking to myself, uh, ghosts, demons, and skinwalkers scare the shit out of me. Stories about mm. that stuff. Those are what really get me going. So I always felt like... Serial killers are cool. So I always felt like my level... <laughs> My level of fear from movies, like actual fear, comes from things that I believe could happen. So serial killers. So movies where humans are killers tend to scare me more because that can happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Movies about monsters have never really scared me. Like vampires and Chucky. Chucky and Dracula. Those movies don't scare me like the... Like that, those movies like they give jump. They can be in, they can be intense and have some th- thrilling moments, but they don't yeah. have the, the the like the emotional. Oh, and then as I got older, those movies like Chucky and uh, like one of my favorite movies, and I think you knew this, but one of my favorite movies of all time is uh, The Thing. John Carpenter is The Thing, and those movies as I got older, they became my favorite movies because of the practical effects. And that's like for a long time, if you asked like young Derek what he wanted to do, like. I wanted to make that stuff. Like, I thought that was cool. And I still love watching movies with practical effects. Like, that's cool as hell. Yeah. Um, so, movies like that, I love. Because I, as a, as a, somebody who loves film and loves, like, practical effects, like, those are great. The movies that scare me are ones where, like, like, haunting movies can scare me. They can, if they're done right. They can scare me. Um... Keeping in mind that you have to have kind of that Jaws effect, where I don't see, I don't see what's haunting them too early. Yeah, I can't see what's haunting them too early. Do you know what's really scary? Hmm. Pedophiles. Well, yeah, that's terrifying. But I don't know what movie has that except for the Michael lovely, Jackson's The Lovely Bones. Oh. Fuck, dude that that's one of the only movies that I've seen in theaters. I went and saw it with Stanley my dad. Tucci's scary, anyways. <laughs> yeah. I went and saw Lovely Bones with my dad in theaters, and it's the only movie I've ever seen where I cried in theaters and continued <laughs> to cry all the way home until oh. I got and I was sitting on the we toilet, and my dad was Sorry. like, my dad was like, "Hey, you gonna be okay?" And I was like, I just need to keep crying. I just need well, to yeah, because it's a scary movie and it's emotionally very heartbreaking. It was just like seeing yeah. it next to my dad was really rough because he was having like you know like in the movie it's the like, dad hey. is having a hard time getting it's over like, his daughter's death. He's like, hey, I think Stanley Tucci raped my girl. <laughs> <laughs> I had a because it's still Mark Wahlberg <laughs> in like nineteen eighty six or seven. Uh, Disney did a re a theatrical re-release of Bambi. And so we had a small theater, like a real small theater in my like in mm-hmm. my county. We had to drive like 15 miles to go to it, but we went to it and I took my friend. Mm-hmm. And for to pay us back, uh his mom took he and I to a movie. But she used 
absolutely zero discretion <laughs> for mm-hmm. what that movie was because mm-hmm. there was a scene in it, and I, to this day, have not been able to find this movie. But it was basically a porn. <laughs> I'll treat my kids today. But I mean, I was, I was six treat or seven. Joseph. So... <laughs> it might not have been as bad, but I remember vividly, like, male genitalia in a oh. shower scene where he's... I don't even remember... <laughs> I don't remember what the dialogue was, but basically, if I could just rewrite the dialogue based on my impression of what the dialogue was, it was like, yeah, you like what you see? That was the kind of mm-hmm. basically like, the like from a six year old's perspective. Hey, you like my pee pee? <laughs> yeah. You like that? That's a big penis I got down there. No, no, they don't know penis. They just pee-pee. say pee pee. <laughs> well, okay, so yeah, so we didn't finish that film. I think shortly bawling? after that scene, we, we got to leave the. We can go now. Oh, okay. Thank you. I um, mean, she didn't fall asleep. Was she or did she? This isn't really like Bambi. <laughs> What, um, one of the more recent... By the way, I had a similar experience where we went and watched Wayne's World 2 with my grandparents, and somewhere halfway in the movie, they like cut in a different movie on accident, and it was like this movie... Accident? I don't know. Uh, but uh, the movie cuts to this other movie, and it's like this guy and this girl, and he like grabs their crotch or whatever, and then we're all like, whoa, this isn't Wayne's World. <laughs> and then we left, and to this day, I've never watched Wayne's World 2. I've never finished it. Really? Yeah, I'm just wow. like, yeah. It's actually a good movie. Well, I would love to watch it. But um, uh, to answer your question, in the most recent years, I would say Kevin Smith's Red State is probably one of the more recent movies that actually scared me. That is a frightening movie. Is that about the government? <laughs> no, well, it's about those guys. It's about those boys who get like. Those boys are going to go, like, they're going to go get laid, and it ends up being the girls are a part of, like, the Westboro Baptist Church, and then these dudes get, like, basically, like... Is it a cult movie? Well, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's Dude, about, like, the... Cults are so cool. It's, like, their version of Westboro Baptist Church, <laughs> yeah, though. Yeah, it's, um, it's loosely... Those cults aren't cool. It's loosely, it's loosely based. based on that, though. Um, and it's a great movie. It has John Goodman. I mean, it's a good movie. Kevin Pollock. Kevin Pollock, but I do remember finishing that movie and thinking like yeah that's terrifying um i think movies about government interfering with your life and cults and serial killers are all super cool because they're real (laughs) yeah you're a weirdo (laughs) being like ghosts and stuff we just don't know we just don't know and that's the worst part i don't like that aliens i mean it's pretty pretty obvious that aliens exist somewhere whether or not they've been here or our, yeah, it's pretty hard to imagine. Obviously, our government is made up of lizard people. Them but not existing. <laughs> um, to set this up, what you're going to play, though. Um, we need to talk a little bit about Unbreakable. So, Bree and I have been watching, because it's October. I just recently watched this movie right. for the first time in my Unbreakable? life. Unbreakable? Unbreakable. Yeah. So, because, wow. because it's October, um, we set out and wrote a list of movies that we wanted to watch. And um, before October started, was it before? Right before October, we watched Unbreakable. Probably. Like right yeah. before, we had sit down and wrote the list before October. But then I was like, "Hey, we should watch Unbreakable because, oh, because for our list of movies that we wrote down, I wrote we wrote Split because I still hadn't seen it. Neither did she. 
I'm like, but we should watch Unbreakable first because I know it's supposed to be some kind of. Keeping in mind, I don't really know. I'm like, it's supposed, to be, some, it's supposed to be some kind of tie in to Unbreakable. Um, we watched Unbreakable, which, by the way, still holds up. God, that movie's good. I've never seen it, and I liked it. I absolutely love the music. Is a little cheesy. I love the music. I listen to that soundtrack all day. It's like the Matrix soundtrack, where it's like. Yeah, but the orchestra. That's the that's the one song, but all the other songs are done by James Newton Howard. I mean, they're gorgeous songs. The the whole soundtrack to the movie is beautiful, except for the one that has like the kind of ninety, like mid two thousand or early two thousands kind of techno in it. That's kind of cheesy, but um. So we watched that, and then we watched, um, and and she hadn't seen Unbreakable at all. And Unbreakable, to me, is actually my favorite M. Night Shyamalan movie. He, that was the movie that made me like him. I hadn't actually seen Sixth Sense yet. You hadn't seen it yet? until okay. I, So I watched Unbreakable first, which Sixth Sense came out before. My first was The Village, and I loved it. I still love it. I know people shit all over it, but I'm well, like, I, I don't have a problem with the, I like village, the village. Really, I I Again, I feel the like the ending a little bit of a letdown. No, 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 no. But I love that ending because it was like, hey, guess what? It was a cult all along. She likes the compound idea. Yeah. No, I like that. I did like that. I I I just I felt like M Night Shyamalan. Injecting himself into his movies sometimes That's a little weird. is like his placement is always like in signs. He like revealed, like his character revealed the the weakness, the weakness. But he has, and then in the village, his character revealed what it was. I think Reve- he's already heard your criticism revealed before you even said it because in Split, he's not that person at all. No, he's just in it. He's just a. Like Have a you seen Split guard. yet? Yeah, I saw Split. He's like that video guy. Yeah, he's he's he lessened re- his prominence exactly. in the f- films. He's yeah. kind of grown out of that. So um, he's like he's very he's a lot less meta. Yeah. One of the things I liked about Unbreakable so much. Yes. One of the things I liked about Unbreakable so much is first off, Bruce Willis. I mean, I've I've made no bones on this show that he's one of my favorite actors. Um, but one of the things I love about this, the movie itself is that I love how heartbreaking the whole movie is. Yeah. It doesn't I mean, have a, resu- a good resolution. And when the movie opens, you don't want to like his character because he's being a... He's being a butt. Well, he's got a, he's got the wedding ring on, but you don't know you don't know that they're that kind they're of separated f- their, and their marriage is fractured. But so you think he's kind of an asshole, right? Yeah, because he all he sli- he slightly slips that off, and then uh, um, the whole movie has a really weird tone. If you if you so we like I said we just rewatched it, and I think you just rewatched it too, so I we did. could talk about it. Yeah. So something that stood out to me about the movie this last time I rewatched it is that the entire time you watch Unbreakable, the pacing for the movie shouldn't work. It should not work. It's very, very slowly paced. Mm-hmm. And and people who like know yeah, I me, mean the 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 weightlifting scene is like minutes too long. Yeah, absolutely. And and then um, there are several there's several things things about the movie that are are just so slow, 
and um, it shouldn't work. And and for those of those who have talked and then to it me, jumps and, to the really. I mean, I think the movie saves up for the big reveal at the, which is in, in the last three minutes. No, it does, and that's what it was saving. Not, and that was more what he was building to. It doesn't discredit the movie or make it a bad no, movie. I no, think it's a great that's, movie. That's what's crazy about it is so because normally that would no absolutely. Me. So my biggest criticism of movies generally is when the pacing is really really slow, and for this movie, for whatever reason, it works. Of uh, the the tone of the movie, how somber it is. Somber is the only word I can think of to describe the movie. It's somber. Well, and it felt it's great. The other th- yeah, it, the other thing is is it's just like it, it captured like a window of time in this person's life that just right. also happened to coincide mm-hmm. with like I mean, she wants to reconcile. Robin Wright wants to reconcile their relationship. Mm-hmm. And so they're working on that, and so there's that whole like side piece, but it's actually mm-hmm. fundamental to the development of that. Yeah, his character too. Right. Man, and it's so just it just it's a slow build. Yeah, it, it makes me really anxious for the sequel now, so, especially okay. after rewatching it because it, it kind of like reinvigorated that. So same here. The trailer so, gave a lot away though already. So we so we watched Split after mm-hmm. um, for Halloween and. Um, now, Split on its own, if, if if Split was not a part of this like universe, the if Unbreakable Universe, it stands alone. If we hadn't already seen the trailer for Glass, we would, not have, we would have been more surprised after That's watching true. this movie. Well, so Split on its own, if it wouldn't have had even anything to do with it, too, I feel like would have worked as, as a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. Like, it's a good movie. If you watch Split, it was just about a guy who has 23 personalities. who. Yeah, DID, he takes these girls hostage, he has all these personalities. The acting, the pacing in the movie, it works. It's just a scary, kind of weird, psychological thriller I, movie. It's a good movie. I would like to throw like a shout-out to just the movie's effort towards really explaining the disorder itself. DID is... Um in the community of like uh, paranormal people is what the, a lot of people consider people with DID to be prime people to have poltergeists or be possessed by demons. A lot of mm. people... Yeah, that's there's a connection there. A lot of people who have claimed to be possessed also have DID. Hmm. But, yeah. But yeah, I just thought I'd throw that out there. No, no, I like that, yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing, too, is just the acting in the movie. The main girl in the movie is so good. And, um, and then, of course, uh, McAvoy is just so good. And I haven't. I'm not a huge fan of he. He's good, but who? Oh, James McAvoy, the main. The main. He was. He. He is so good. He Such shined. a good actor. Yeah. Um, one the thing girl, I will say. The girl is my favorite actress right now, as far as horror movies go, because she's in my favorite movie the right witch. now, The Witch. Which is an excellent movie. And by it's, the way. you either love or hate it, but it's a great movie That's to me. I need to watch that. I it's still haven't movie. watched it. So, um, before you start the trailer for this, though, I will. I, I do want to add that. Watching Split, there was one thing um, I wished I didn't know. I wished I didn't know that it was connected to Unbreakable. I wish that that hadn't been spoiled for me. I wish I had seen Split in theaters as a horror movie when it came out. Yeah, and, see, and I got to... Because that ruins the whole... Well, yeah, because 
I imagine a reveal. world where I, if I would have been. <laughs> well, because you're making in this movie now that you know that it's connected to the Unbreakable Universe, you know that the Beast, which is his twenty third, fourth, twenty. 23rd or 24th identity, like, you know that the beast is actually a superpower instead of sure. instead of that whole possession thing that you think of when you think of DID. You think of, in the movie, if you hadn't have connected the dots between these, you would have assumed that that was a demon that was possessing sure. him and yeah. making him do all these horrible fucking things. I can yeah. see that. And taking I- over his body, giving him super strength, all this other yeah. stuff, like... But now it's a super superhero power. What we think. I mean, the, so, so I guess that's the thing about the other the, the other part of the movie is that um, you still don't know whether or not the superpowers are real because even in Unbreakable, you still don't really get it or no. That's what you were saying you liked about the series is that it's real super. It's like believable. It's more, it's more realistic, yeah. Superpowers, but you still don't really know. So uh, the part that I feel like I was robbed. It, it's revealed a little bit when he it starts, is, yeah. like when he's amongst all the people, and after after uh, Glass tells him to right. stand among people. The funny part that I thought was interesting was when he shook Glass's hand. Mm-hmm. Every one of the like flashback, or well, not flashbacks, I guess, but every one of the visions that he had mm-hmm. right. was from like the perspective of like a security camera. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> um, well, I will, I will add to what she's saying though too. Though um, I thought it was interesting too. If you want to look at it as a superhero thing, you can, or you can still go with the supernatural thing. Whereas, like, if you look at the beast as being like a, a demon, demon. Um, well, then actually, that kind of fits in well with um, David Dunn, who, um, if you're looking at it from like a supernatural point of view, he's, um, he's a clairvoyant. But then, what? How does that explain Glass? Well, he's just he's a just a genius. He's a cripple. Okay. He's a genius, though. He's a... A crippled genius. I mean, he's an actual <laughs> genius, though. Like, yeah. they talk about his IQ. Like, he's a he's a genius. So I think... I like the clairvoyant part of that. I think that's interesting. Um, where I feel like... I, I, can, I finally want to say... Where I feel like I was robbed was that I knew that they were connected because it had been spoiled for me. So... We just weren't quick enough about watching Split. That's true. And the reason why I didn't go watch Split is because M. Night Shyamalan did it. And his movies have sucked ass for the last, like, ten years. So I wasn't going to go watch them. You have to admit the movie trailer did look good. Didn't matter. It was him. Yeah. I don't know. Didn't matter. It was him. Lady in the Water. Lady in the Water. Yeah. And that terrible Avatar. But let me say, okay, where I feel like I was robbed, though. I knew that that movie was going to be bad. But where I feel like I was robbed, though, was that finally in the diner scene... When you see David Dunn, and I knew what was kind of coming because it had been spoiled for me. I wished I would have been in a position to be watching that movie as a horror movie. He's talking about the ending of Split. The ending of Split. I wish I would have been sitting there watching the movie in the theater and... Had seen that for the first time without any and having no idea it was connected and then seeing dating david dunn and being like holy shit this is connected to unbreakable and the music plays is from unbreakable yeah i would have been like oh my god yeah but instead i didn't get to see that i watched this the preview for glass it had been uh spoiled would have really fucked you up if like a a fat Haley Joel Osment sauntered in and was like, I see dead people. Right, that's true. And takes a bite out of a chicken wing. Does it make sense, though? It's just like... I'd watch that movie. 
It was just, it just, that was robbed. I see dead people, bitches. <laughs> that was robbed got, like, from me, though. Yeah. I, I, I wanted, I wish I would have had that. I wish I would have went and saw a split in theaters. Um, but, you know, again, it you know, I didn't really know that, good. I didn't know he was going to make this, like, this comeback, though. It brings me back to that movie we watched earlier this year, Cloverfield. Um, the one John Ted Goodman. Cloverfield Lane? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good movie. Because it gives you that whole situation where you're like, it's you better don't than Cloverfield. Know. It's better than Cloverfield. That is one of those, like, <coughs> I have to Cloverfield's garbage. Well, I liked, whatever. I just thought that that was such a good movie. John Goodman, man. No, that was 10 Cloverfield Lane is amazing. I I, was I like, hated the first one. I, I immediately, every time I see a good horror movie, I'm like texting my dad. I was like, "Dad, Dad, you gotta watch this. You gotta watch this." <laughs> I wanted. I really wish that Ten Cloverfield Lane would have been the movie that they originally made, and I would have loved that more. Mm-hmm. Which was not connected at all. And apparently, the original ending before the the Cloverfield people were like, "Yeah, we should make this one of ours." It was just an indie movie, right. and the movie ends with her getting out of the thing and seeing Spoilers. that everything. This is for the original one that no one's ever going to see. Okay. So, right. in the original one that no one's ever going to see, she gets out of the out of the thing and there's no aliens. There's nothing. Everything's fine. Yeah. That's the original movie. Oh, I don't like that. So the original movie is not connected to Cloverfield. There's no aliens, there's nothing. It's just an indie movie about a guy who traps her in his like bomb shelter and convinces her that the end of the world happened out there and then she gets outside and then there's it's fine except those pigs are really gross but those aren't in the original thing oh okay like none of that's in the original thing that is such a good movie though yeah i kind of wish we had added that to the list but our i do list like is it already so long the cloverfield paradox is did you garbage watch, uh, though, don't watch it did you watch quiet place yet yeah, yeah, we finally watched it. Yeah. That was okay. So real quick, that was the best horror movie of the year before we watched Hereditary. I haven't seen. Uh, tell is that good? Yeah, it's awesome. I have okay, Hereditary. So you gotta watch as it. somebody who loves horror movies, um, that's the first movie that has genuinely scared the shit out it's of me. It's a scary me. movie. Uh, I, can I watch I, it with my kids? No. Yo, do it. Don't. No, no. Can I? <laughs> no. I can't. No. no. Okay. No. I would I watched, say, we watched honestly, A Quiet Place with my kids, but it's PG-13. That PG has 13. jump scares. Yeah. This has legitimate a couple gore scene. scenes. Yeah. That okay. Was, I mean, I Not was a ton. fucked up. Watched, I was fucked up. I watched up. it with them. The new it. This has, then you can watch it with <clears> them. Okay. okay. If, they, then yes. if they didn't have any nightmares, I'm just saying that there's And we watched Dreamcatcher with them. Oh. If you if you watch if they watched the new it, then gore is clearly that not had, your thing. That had more jumps. That had a little bit of gore, but more jump scares than anything. But it still had gore. We're going to and rewatch. It had, uh, it had it had um, comic relief in it. This movie is straight no. on. No, I'm just it. saying if you're going based on gore alone, and you watched it with your kids. Maybe. Fine. Okay. Let him watch Hereditary. Maybe. Maybe I'll screen it first. It's, it's gorier than I'll Hereditary. Really would. I really would because there's a lot of. I had to do that the other day for Pet Cemetery, which is a really disjointed movie. It is so on, bad. When I rewatched it the other I day, I watched the new one. All right, like, all right. Yeah. So let's watch this trailer. So this new one though, Glass. I really want to see it. I love that it's connecting it all. 
I assume this will be the last of them now, right? This is the third installment, I guess, of yeah, the Unbreakable. we're going to do a trilogy. You're going to do a trilogy, right? I had an That's idea. What... I think the idea now is how, however good this is, however good it wraps up or whatever, they should do like an HBO show. Yeah, you could. Do a 10-episode of, of this world now. And you could have this girl from... Uh... Oh, American she'll, Horror she'll Story. It looks like she just stepped out of the shower. She'll do any movie. Her lips are it's trying amazing to escape to her mouth. It is simply extraordinary. Maybe this will all make sense if I explain who I am. My name is Dr. Ellie Staple, and I'm a psychiatrist. My work concerns a particular type of delusion of grandeur. It's a growing field. I specialize in those individuals who believe they are superheroes. <laughs> Good for you. Looks like a Wes Anderson movie when that scene. That yeah. You've convinced yourselves you have extraordinary true. gifts like something out of a comic book. David Dunn. The only person to survive that train wreck all those years ago? What do you do? I'm in security. You think you have superpowers? It's a feeling. Vision. I have to touch them. You believe you are a protector. My name is Patricia. I have no question. There are two dozen identities. I'm Mary Reynolds. Por favor, senora. We almost got you, bro. That live in that body with you. The beast. It's coming any minute now for you guys. But what I am questioning is your belief that you are something more than human. And yet, it is true. My bones break easily. I've had 94 breaks in my life. But you have an extraordinary IQ. This is not a cartoon. This is the real world. No way and yet some of us still don't die with bullets some of us can still bend steel i've been waiting for the world to see that we exist may i meet the beast i hope for your sake that he likes you that sounds like the bad guys teaming up a lot of people are going to die. Don't do this. Are you ready? What do we call you, sir? First name, Mr. Last name, Class. First off, can I say that James McAvoy like obviously got even more jacked for this movie? <laughs> yeah, I'm. You need to be bigger. I don't know. It's a. It looks like a. It'll uh, be good. It looks like a good movie. I just um. Oops, sorry. I can't even remember what I was gonna say. I was thrown off by the fact that he calls like his first name is Mister because I work with a. I hate to say this, but I don't think that it will come back to haunt me. Uh, I work with a guy whose first name is Mr. and his last name is Brown. And he is a black 
And it is very it is very hard to introduce him to new people because they're like, You're racist. <laughs> and I'm like, Nope, that's his name. Well, I mean in this movie his name isn't Mr. Glass though. His is it though? Is, he said his first name was Mr. His name's Elijah. I've watched see, I've watched Unbreakable. <laughs> his name's Elijah Glass. Okay. He just goes by Mr. Glass. He's a super villain now. Because he says, because he says in the end, Elijah Glass though. It's Elijah. Yeah. I thought. Well, it was Elijah, but I thought he was. Oh no, you're right. It's Elijah. Whatever. Mister Glass. That's right. You're right. His, his last name is in Glass. Yeah. yeah. His Elijah. Whatever. But his his name is Elijah though. Okay. Mr. Elijah Glass. Wood. Another okay. solid. But yeah, yeah, because it's David Dunn, and then Kevin Crumb, and then Elijah. Whatever. Mr. Glass. I will say my only criticism for uh, looking back after watching Split, my only disappointment was the gore. Uh, I'm not a gore fanatic, but the parts where he's eating, where he's, I'm not, I mean, this is spoiling, but he's eating people. It's not gory enough. It's really not. It's, uh, I feel like they really skimped. Um, yeah, gore. what's so rated though? I mean, it's not PG thirteen, maybe. Yeah, but it I really PG thirteen. I mean, uh, there's there's techniques you could use though to make right. it. Uh, if we're if you're not gonna show if you're gonna show even a little bit of the gore, go all. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just it just didn't do it for me. The gore part. I was like, that's obviously fake. I mean, he doesn't really eat anyone. He does. Well, he eats like parts of a couple of people. I mean. As far as we know, he ate like the whole lower half of that girl's vagina. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right up that taint. I don't think like, that happens. I don't know. It never shows it. It's PG thirteen. Right. Yeah. We don't, don't know. I don't know and if you need to see it. That's the twist. That's the M Night Shyamalan <laughs> twist. I do. I do love that the M Night Shyamalan twist of Split is just that it's a sequel to Unbreakable. <laughs> like that's his. Yeah. The, the twist at the end. Yeah. The twist is that it's just another. But okay, so here's here's the part that is exciting though, is that I um I actually texted my mom about it the next day after we watched Split, um, because my mom is the one that had me watch Unbreakable, because she's like because she had seen it, yeah. and she goes, oh, it's like yeah, you know, it's like realistic superheroes, you know, and then she didn't tell me what the movie was about at all. She just had me watch it. And of course, I, I mean, what was that, 2001? I was obsessed. 2000. It was a 2000. Yeah. I was obsessed with that movie. And my mom, um, after we watched Split, I texted her and I'm like, hey, um, did you know they're making, like, because for years and years and years afterwards, we were like, man, I wish they would, I wish they would just do a sequel to Unbreakable. Like, that's a good movie. And so I texted my mom when, when we watched Split that next day and I was like, hey, you got to watch Split. I'm like, I'm like, it's not going to be a movie that you're going to enjoy outright. I'm like, but once you see why, uh, you'll enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I just kind of told her, you know, I'm like, because she's not going to watch it. Because <laughs> it's a scary movie. That's what she thinks. It's a scary right. movie. And I'm like, okay, so it's a sequel to Unbreakable. And this guy's going to be like a bad guy. And she was like. Oh, they're actually doing it. Like, that was the first thing she did. Oh, they're doing it. Like, we talked about it for years. Like, they need to make a movie. Uh, you know, another another yeah. Unbreakable movie. I mean, I pref- I would have preferred to have seen, like, an Unbreakable 2. But I still think it's fun that they're going to do, like, Unbreakable, Split, and 
glass. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what they do with it. Yeah, I like the idea. Um, Can I throw out there that I because um, I wrote down all these movies and stuff real quick. Yeah. Um, I just want to I just want to personally thank you mm-hmm. for letting me make you watch Repo the Genetic Opera because I. I watched it with you, with new eyes, mm-hmm. and uh, the music's still good to me. I sat through and let it happen to me. <laughs> but the movie itself does not hold up. It, high school me. I'm so sorry. But thank you. I appreciate that on the air. <laughs> hey, uh, before we wrap, though, um, one of the reasons we were having you on the show was you were going to do some artwork for us. Oh, shit, yeah. that w- We got so so caught up in the spooks. That's true. Yeah, we'll have to have you back on. Yeah, yeah, and we can do that. Do some artsy stuff. Do you yeah. want me to do like a Bob Ross like painting? Of we you want two? you to do. We want you to do your logo for us on the air. Okay. Whatever I come up with that night, you guys have to stick with, even if it's a dick. Don't do a dick. <laughs> what about yeah. a vagina? No vagina. Well, okay. well, what we do? You want one with like our faces? Or faces would be fine. Well, I, I, I think I'm thinking I want to go more along the lines of time spent poorly, though. What if I just drew you guys as furries? Yeah. Yeah? As furries? <laughs> sure, yeah. I, I actually kind of go want to go more along the lines of time, time spent poorly, though. You guys play well, yeah, watches. Did I, I don't know if you heard. I did talk about the inevitable mm-hmm. end of Basement Boys on right. last week's episode. Mm-hmm. I did hear a little bit about that, yeah. Um we are planning for the first time. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. No, not true. <laughs> we are planning a. Um, this is the 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 plan right now, but we're we're talking about ending this show on episode mm-hmm. 100. Are you firing him right now in front of me? Yeah, no, for the first time. In <laughs> He's firing me as the fa- host face to face. Yeah. <laughs> He's firing me as the co-host of Basement Boys too. So it's just yeah. basement yeah. boy. He's also firing I'm himself. I'm firing myself too, oh. as well. So uh, it's we're going to put the basement. We're going to put a pin in it, mm-hmm. and then the we. Plan is, the yeah. plan is to reboot uh, Time Spent Poorly as the name, as the brand name podcast. Podcast. So like a gender with neutral a, basement humans. Kind of. Yes. <laughs> and with a. And with a. Um, a format with a format, yeah, and some stru- some more structure than yeah. what we, we did have a have. theme for today, though. We did. We're, I think we're going in the right direction. I think we're getting there. I think the yeah. the buildup is if we can do this for another year, we can finally lock in on a format. I think so. Yeah. yeah. If you guys if you guys ever do spooks again, Keep please talking. invite me on because I really want to do spooky stuff. Like I love talking about spooks. We'll Spookums. Spookums. Halloween show. If we could do a Halloween show every month, that'd be great. But that's not how Halloween works. And in my world, it does. Okay. Uh, so the real the, the the plan is though we're gonna wrap up the show. At, at issued 100. episode one hundred. Issue one hundred. Issue one hundred. I'm so used to. I used to do a this comic a, book show. This is actually a printed uh, issue. I used like, to do a comic a book magazine. show. Um, we call them issues, but we, we're going to wrap up this show at episode 100 and then we'll relaunch as the times of poorly podcast. And it's going to be the flagship show for the network. And, and the, the main reason why is because also for one, number one, it's a great name. Number two, we can have whatever guests we want on there. And then thirdly, um, we're, 
in our 30s and we are not basement boys anymore. So it was a good run. Are you transitioning into basement girls? We're going to be men. Okay. No, but the thing is, is that, I mean, the Basement Boys name has gone really far for us, and it's been awesome. What did you do? Why do you need hand sanitizer? Did you (laughs) kill somebody? Yes. Um, One of my children. Very sketchy. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the, uh, to the, the name change eventually. I'm really looking forward to. We're we're planning. We're planning on ending on 100. Oh, yeah, which exactly. is um have you given any do you, is there any any chance in any world that you would ever do episode 100 at a public place no <laughs> can we do a variety show no 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 nobody what gonna do you gonna our play? episode 100 hundy was so bad Oh, no, it was terrible. I mean, my mind goes juvenile when I think of episode 100. I just think of like a fellatio type scenario. No, where you we guys did end in a, a bang. We, literally. we tried re listening to the 100th episode that we originally so you know, did. We went and over we stopped episodes. No, before. I know you guys are ancient. You right. guys are old. We did 146 episodes of the original show. So the original show, show we went uh, at episode at, this 100. Is, this is episode 45, so we have over, a little bit another, over another year. So yeah. we will have a second Halloween show on Basement Boys. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I'll be back. But over... Um, <laughs> In a year. <laughs> no, we'll have you on before that because we need a new logo. We need a logo for Times with Poorly. Okay. Well, just... So which made me start thinking, though, rather than designing a banner for Basement Boys... We're just going to stick with this one because I want, we will need a new one for, for time spent poorly. And if we just Something did a new one, updated, yeah. if we did a new Good one for this classic, if we did a new one for this one, it just wouldn't make sense because we'd have to replace it. Right. So m- money talks. And, and I've got that, I've got one. that great, uh, duct tape. Lo- uh, it honestly looks like it's part of the scenery. It looks, it? it does though. It looks fine. It um, like goes along with the whole like graffiti esque. Yeah, yeah, it works. No, I it mean, fits. you know what? I, as a graphic designer, I have to applaud you for not using Comic Sans or Papyrus. So good for you. Good. Oh, for you. are you talking about the the fonts? The fonts. Actually, I didn't design that logo. You just. I've. I've. I, you paid I hunted, somebody money. No, to no, make no, 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 no. <laughs> Dustin Ellis, my original episode one through three co-host, <laughs> did the lo- did that logo in like two thousand three, right? In two thousand eight, that was close. In two thousand eight, he did that logo. Then, sorry, I don't mean mm-hmm. to shit all over it. No, I actually a, really like it for the time. For the time, it whole. I mean. I, it's held up. I really like it. It holds up well enough. And I found, and I hunted down, and I found the font mm-hmm. in like 2010 when I started like churning out all the Basement Boys PM logos yep, with right. that same thing on it. And there isn't like the boys, there isn't the man symbol that there is in the O there. Mm-hmm. You have to make that with a hyphen and a V, and then like spin it around. And so. The okay. the editing software that I use now, which is just Pixlr out online, because mm-hmm. I'm too cheap to pay for real editing software, right. doesn't allow me to do that. So the the little boy symbol has or the man symbol has gone away, and it's just a mm-hmm. the letter O. Mm-hmm. But if you look at our new logo, 
Oh, and there's just shit playing. Um, <laughs> uh, how do you like the new logo with the big two? Oh, no, I've li- I've liked that one. Yeah, Brie, you've seen it. Brie, did you see it? The I new just, one? I just see Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> um, here we'll go to the we'll go to Times Pit Poorly. I've liked what you, I've liked what you've done with um with with uh. With Andy's, yeah, this jumps out at you a little bit, but I, got I like it. Andy's. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Oh, that sports program logo is super cool. It is pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. That's the new Basement Boys. Yeah, I like that's, that one. Yeah, that's yeah. way better. I like that one a lot. If we were gonna do a new banner, I think that would be fine too. Except for now, at this point, like we should not pay for a banner because we're gonna wrap it up. Right. No, I think we wait until we have a new do Tyson program yeah. going. Yeah. But which so, I do have some old Tyson poorly banners. I have one actually. Nathan has the other. And they're good, but they're not they're dated. Yeah, they are. We need updated yeah. current. Yeah, they work fine in my in my uh room at my house that I do the other show from. Right. Right. But uh I guess that's inside baseball, right? <laughs> It is, but yeah. In another fifty-five episodes, fifty-five, we're going to be out of here. Also, let's do a shout out to my friend uh, Sailor Page because she uh, has been commenting this I entire saw. time. I saw she's going to be entered to win a garbage mouse pad <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of used condoms. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, or am I? Are we kidding, guys? <laughs> you guys got that going? Who uses that? <laughs> Let's keep it going. She's All right. Been, sorry, she's been my friend online. She's been my one online friend for like years now. Oh wow! So yeah. she lives in New York. Let's hear oh, from online friends. New York listener, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Sailor, I hope you listen to more shows, even though Bree's not on all of them. Yeah, subscribe to this on iTunes, and you can go to timespentpoorly.fun and find all that information mm-hmm. out there, and um, give us a five star rating. Yeah. yeah oh, and and if you're uh yeah, bitch. I love you. And please, I've been trying to squeeze this in there. I'm trying to get used to saying it. Please, if you if you listen to sports program, please like the page. Yeah. We found that we have a lot of people that listen to the show or watch sports program they on Facebook, but they don't all. like the page. Go like the click like on it. There's a little thumb or yeah. I think it says like. Well, and if you get out to the podcast on iTunes. If you if okay, you have an if you have an iPhone, it takes you literally a couple seconds to like type in the name of the shows. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't listen to them, just be a a sport and go out there and rate them so that we can get people that would listen to them Absolutely. to see them. Or if you're a normal human being who has an Android, Spotify's a thing. And if, you know, I, you guys don't have Spotify. We're not. But Can you I, find us on Spotify? Nope. No. But I would really appreciate. I'm going trying. to research that because I think it's possible now. I really? Recently, I, I saw as of recent. Enough, it, yeah. They require you to have a set amount of episodes in order to get on. Ooh, is it episode count? I think it is. I'll look into it. Okay. But I would definitely love. We'll that. look into that. Yeah. Because Spotify is We're my trying jam. to. Okay. We will, if we can get on Spotify. That's a game changer. Get on Spotify. Yeah. Um, thank you again for joining us on this episode. Sure. It's Fiance. Been a blast. <laughs> this is the person I'm, I'm marrying. Um, 
Uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Yonimus Prime. Follow Ward on Twitter at Basement Boys Two. Two. Follow Bree on Twitter. I have an Etsy. I'm just kidding. I don't. You should <laughs> to be promoting that. But follow you on. Uh, what's your? Uh, follow you on Instagram. No, don't do that. Leave my Instagram alone. Follow you on Twitter. No, that's where I. T- then just I, fucking don't do anything. Twitter is where I'm depressed. Don't go to Twitter. Okay, well then just don't do anything. Don't, yeah. Leave me alone, everyone. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks again for everybody listening to the show. Make sure you check out Sports Program Wednesdays, 88.9 at 5 o'clock or on Facebook. Gotta plug it in. Gotta oh, plug it out there. I feel it's important also to point out that I like beer. I love beer. Do I would you, fuck I love beer, beer as well. You, if beer was yeah, a person, yeah. I'd leave beer for you. Well, that's nice. <laughs> This has been a message for Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> <laughs> also, hey, we've been drinking Bud Light on this episode. So, uh, Bud Light yeah. Lime. So, hey, Shout uh, out to Ben Kissel. Just so, hey, uh, Bud Light, if you ever listen to this, you know. You're not Coors, but you're... Send us money. <laughs> Send us more beer. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Who wants to play Tommy Sticks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, bye. Bye.